Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome to On the Road to Freedom. We are filming in beautiful Lake Fork, Texas. It's in East Texas. And we have some Team Milan members, Fred and Linda, who um, offered us their home here on the lake for us to film. They are such a blessing. And you know, that lets you know there are other ways to give to the kingdom. Yes. You know, you really? can give your money, you can give your prayers, of course, and your time, you can volunteer your time. But these precious friends um, offered their home to us to let us film. So this is such a blessing and we well, are we so thankful. we normally have to rent those places. Yeah, we normally have to rent, Saved yes. us a lot of money, and so it is an offer. Right, and this is a few hours from our home, Huge. so we didn't have to fly anywhere, we didn't have to uh, we can film five shows today and get to go and home to go tonight home. and come on somebody. <laughs> and sleep in our own bed. Yes, oh, so we're, we're excited. But we're so thankful you joined us today. Why don't you let a few friends know? Text a few friends. Let yeah. them know we're on. We'd love to, the opportunity to minister to them too, to encourage them in the Word of God. And you know, the reason why we do this show, it is for you. Yes. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you will continue in my Word, then you truly are my disciples yes. and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So we are all on that road to freedom. Here's how I like to say it. And we're getting freer every day. Come Amen. On. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're glad you joined us. This show is for you. And today we're talking about, I really, really like this title. Are you a victor or a victim? Because all of us face challenges in life. And in sure. each challenge and each situation, we have to, to decide, are we a victim or a victor? Now, the bottom line is there is no special case. I, I hate to break anybody's bubble here, but the bottom <laughs> line is the devil hates all of us. Right. And there isn't anybody that hadn't been lied to, lied about. There isn't anybody that hadn't been persecuted. Uh, you can't say you don't understand it's different from me. No. Jesus right. said, there is a thief, Satan is his name. Mm -hmm. He comes to steal and kill and destroy. He'll do that to everybody yeah. that lets him. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, I have come that you'd have life right. and life more abundant. Mm -hmm. And we have to choose the life of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have to choose the life of God. And the way we do that is by choosing the word of God and obeying it. Mm -hmm. We allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into the understanding and the wisdom of the word of God Right. That's the road to freedom. Yeah, that's that's so what keeps you from being a victim and makes you have the victory yes. that overcomes the world. First Peter 4 and 12 says it this way. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fire trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened just to you. Yeah. No, it happens to everybody. <laughs> the devil good. hates us all. Yeah, that's Therefore, <laughs> it says in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. Mm -hmm. All the old. Hallelujah oh, man, I cannot that. tell you how important yes. that is to me. All the old, all the old things have away. passed away. Thank Behold, you. all things have become, become new. new. We can either identify with the crisis or with Christ. Mm-hmm. If we identify with the problem or the crisis, then we'll never be free. 
But if we identify with Jesus, Mm -hmm. with Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing that lives in us, then the old is gone and the new has come. come. Thank you, Lord. Some people are still talking about what their daddy did to them when they were a kid, how he walked away. Mm -hmm. Christy, you could have done that about your biological father, but you chose to talk about your heavenly father. Amen. And he became everything to you, and your life was changed and blessed in so many ways. That's right. Because of that. You want to share any of that, baby? Are you good with it? There's so many out there who still, you know, I have compassion for you, Mylon. We have compassion for what you've been through. We know that these challenges are not easy. We know that um, it requires faith. But we want to encourage you to to move forward and stop talking about the past. If you continue to talk about, well, my parents divorced, I could have done that. My parents divorced when I was little. My biological father left, never had anything to do with me. And when I found him years later, still didn't have anything to do with me. If I wanted to have a victim mentality and feel sorry for myself because of that rejection, I could. But I chose to believe that I have a heavenly father and he meets every need and he has. He loves me. He cares for me and he meets every need. He hears every prayer. And so that's choosing to be a victor rather than a victim. And all of us have been through challenges. I know some of you may look at others' lives and think, boy, they've they've just never been through anything. I don't know anybody who hasn't had to make the choice whether to be a victim or a victor. We have all faced it. The longer you live, the more times you have to do it. Yes, yes. If you have a tendency to blame others, then you're never going to change. Right. Because everything that's bad that's happening in your life is everybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. But Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, David, King David prayed, Search me, O God, and know my know heart. Know my heart, yes. And see if there be any hurtful way in me. In other words, you know the truth, God. Show it to me. Because I don't want to lie to myself. The Bible says that if you read the Word and you see the Word and you hear it and you don't do it, then you are a hearer only and not a doer. It says that you deceive yourself. And you don't need the devil to deceive you because you're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know the Word of God is true, and yet you don't believe it and honor God enough to do it and obey it and submit to it. Then David, the reason he was a man after God's heart, he said, God, I know you're never the problem. When there's a problem, it's either the devil or me, and I want to make sure that I get my part out of the way so that you can whip the devil for me and show me how to have the victory. When there is a problem, that's what we should be praying. Search my heart, O Lord. That's true humility. That's right. And you know, in the situation too, when when I was growing up, my mom had to make the choice. Her husband had left her, and she chose in that situation, left her with a little girl that she had to support as a young woman. Yeah. 18, 19, 20, 21, yes. And she chose, when she gave her life to Jesus, her whole perspective changed. And she chose to be a victor and to trust Him with her life. And He is faithful. He brought me a a daddy years later who adopted me and raised me as His own. And He meets, God just meets every need. Godly daddy. Yeah, godly daddy, that's right. That's right. And so when we're talking about today being a victor or victim, self-pity is the victim mentality. Self-pity just means you feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. It actually, the definition by Siri is excessive, self-absorbed unhappiness over one's troubles. Crisis mentality. Yeah, that means you just, all you think about victim mentality. is 
Right, you're the problem. Yeah, All you yeah. think about is your troubles and woe is me. Webster's, Webster's definition is pity for oneself, especially a self-indulgent. Notice how many times this word self, self. is used. This is a focus on self-idolizing self, as, but in the negative sense. A self-indulgent dwelling on one's own sorrows or misfortunes. Yeah. Now, here's what I, when I was studying out this word, this amazed me. When I went back to the Webster's 1828 dictionary, which I really enjoy referring to because it's a, it's a word-based dictionary. Well, and and it, Webster's was a, Noah Webster was a Christian. Yeah. Yes, a strong Christian. So this, this dictionary is all based on the word of God. And when I looked up self-pity, it wasn't even in the dictionary in 1828. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a condition of, uh, that they even recognized back then. <laughs> and this is, to me, the, this was just a reminder that this is a condition of the last days exactly. we're living in. That's it, baby. Because 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 2 says, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Yeah. And we are in the last of the last days. Jesus is coming yes, he soon. Is soon. So the word says there's going to be some difficult times right before he returns for his church and he raptures us out of it. Hallelujah. Amen. But the first indication of difficult times is for men will be lovers of self. Now, again, everything that's self-pity, every definition is about self-absorbed, self-indulgent dwelling on your own trouble. So this is an inward focus, and it's a condition of the times that we're living in. And the rest of that verse says, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, Ungrateful. Now that's also a an attitude of self-pity. Ungrateful, unthankful, and unholy. And the opposite of that is God has delivered you from the pit. Man, yeah, let me read you what right. my tag Amen. in Texas here that. says Psalm one oh three. <laughs> that you can have, you know, certain things on your mm. I got scriptures on my tags. Psalm one oh three is on my car. Verse one and two says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. <laughs> and it. all that's within me. This is King David, yes, man. This is the guy after the God's heart. And all that's within me. Bless the Lord. And he says it twice. Bless his holy name. Then he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Your soul is your mind your will and your emotions mm -hmm. and forget not one of his benefits the benefits of being a child of God and that's being thankful be thankful that's right amen yeah. who redeems your life from, from the, the pit, pit. who amen. crowns you with love and kindness verse 4 says and compassion yeah Psalm 40 and verse 2 says he also brought me up out of a horrible pit now I'm telling you I've oh, been in yeah. that pit dude mm -hmm. I know all about that pit of depression heroin addicts, man, I cannot tell you the depression. Yeah. And when you try to quit, you can't feel anything. It makes you so numb. I mean, it, years of being numb. And then when you take that away from your system, that it's actually poison. I mean, it makes you sick. The first time you do heroin, you get really sick. Mm. You throw up, you, your body tries to get that toxin out of it. Yeah. And you have to make your body get used to taking it. It's like yeah. smoking. The first time you smoke yeah. a cigarette, it'll make you cough. But when you're a kid and you want to be cool, you keep pushing through until you learn to receive that in your body. It's crazy to kill yourself that way. He bought me up out of a horrible pit. 
the pit of despair. The NLT says, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet on a rock and established my steps. Mm-hmm. In, in Christ, you are free from the pit of self-pity. Yes. You are free yeah. from the depression that yeah. self-pity causes, right. the discouragement. I mean, you get to where everything looks bad right. every day. That's so good. I mean, you ever been into a restaurant and you mm-hmm. and you think that it's always been one of your favorites? And you go there one day and it's just not good that day. It's not the food hadn't changed, the cook hadn't changed. <laughs> you just in a different mood. Right. And all of a sudden, you don't want to go in that restaurant anymore. Man, go back in there and find out the food's still good. You just had a bad day. Yeah. That's what pity is like. Mm-hmm. Self pity is just getting into looking at your own problems and your own life because you don't minister to anybody else. The yeah, best thing that can so happen to me is yeah. I go out and try to serve you yes. and try to serve him. It always helps us. It always mm-hmm. helps me yeah. to pray for mm-hmm. others because there's a lot of people who are having problems. I'm not the only one. Talk to us about the past, baby. I'm doing our part. Amen. Forgetting the past. Philippians 3, 13 through 15. And this is the only way for you to choose to be a victor is to forget the past. And this is what Paul said. He said, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call. We're to keep climbing up the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. Yeah, if you're, if you're grown up, you need to think this way. Yes, Go, if you think you're spiritually mature, this is how you need to approach life. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal it to you. So this has been our prayer. Yeah. First of all, if you think you're spiritually mature, then this should always be your mindset. Every morning, I forget the past. (laughs) Today, I am pressing on towards the goal of the upward call in Christ Jesus. What they said, what they did, it's over. I forget the past. It's in the past. That's it. It don't matter anymore. Don't Mm -hmm. drag it in tomorrow. It'll mess up tomorrow, too. Yeah. But man, if you put it under the blood and you forgive them, put it in the past, it is over. Then we can go into the good stuff. And you know, we pray this prayer, Lord, if in, in any way, that we don't have this mindset. He said, pray and God will reveal it to you. Amen. And so God will reveal those things that we haven't let go of yet, that we need to just shake it off. We need to let go and move forward and he'll do that for you. Recently, we were in Sedona, Arizona filming and we got stranded. By the time we got to the airport, they'd canceled the flight, but we had no cell coverage driving 100 miles up to the airport and flashed out. And so by the time we got there, all the people who already knew about it, the flights had been canceled, started rebooking. There was a bad storm in Texas and the airport was closed. And I didn't know what to do. Man, the guys had to be back to minister in church the next day. They were gonna rent a car and drive. I think it was 17 hours to drive back to Dallas all day and all night to get there in time for church Sunday morning so they could do their ministry. And so I didn't know what to do, but I started praying about it. And the Lord said, Brother Copeland would want to know this. Call him and tell him. And I don't ever call and ask for things because he's a big giver. So I don't try to put pressure on people and take advantage of their generosity. 
But when I prayed about it again, the Lord said, call him. He would want to know. And I called him and immediately, within 20 minutes, he had his jet on the way to Flagstaff and we were home for dinner. I mean, it was amazing. And what he told me, he said, man, don't worry about it, son. He said, that's what planes are for. They're just tools. And that's why God has entrusted me with one. He said, you have not because you ask not. And I got to thinking about that and I realized it has been a problem. It's not everybody else's problem, it's been mine. I need some partners. I need some people who care and who really truly believe that what we're doing is reaching the nations and that we're doing it in a way that they can relate to. People that believe this is important. People who understand that the way we're going about it is gonna affect a certain part of the culture. And so if that's you, I'm asking you to join Team Milan. I'm yeah. asking you to pray about it. I'm not trying to influence your giving. That's between you and God. Yes. And if he tells you to give to another ministry, that's wonderful with us. Yes. But I am asking you to pray about it and see if you're supposed to be a part of this ministry. And if so, come on, man. Yeah. Me and you <laughs> and God and Christy, that's we right. will change the world one right. person at a time, right. just like he changed me and you. Yes. God bless you, man. Thanks for praying about it. And if you want to be a part of Team Milan, you just go to Milan.org and click on Team Milan today. If you're having trouble forgetting the past, then here's what God said to do. In Luke 27 and 28, He says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Here's how you get free of those who have hurt you and offended you. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. This is a high call. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. So I know in our lives that we practice this. We make an effort to pray first. We pray. That's what mature Christians do. If if I want to be one, I got to do it. And we pray for them. We don't yeah. pray, God, God get them. We pray, God bless them. Have we want your best them. for their lives. Yeah. We want you to reveal the truth to them that will set them free. And then if he tells us to give anything, to do anything special for him, we do that too. And what we found is in that process, we get free. Amen. Free Amen. of the hurt, free of the, the offense. And the anointing then sets us free. Let's talk about, let me me read you something in Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3 in the New King James Version says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's the anointing. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor, the good news to the poor. By the way, what's good news to the poor? You don't have to be poor anymore. Yeah. You can tithe and give your way and believe your way out of that, and God will show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. If you've been discouraged and depressed, be healed now in Jesus' name, because I'm anointed, and you can receive it if you believe it. Mm -hmm. To proclaim liberty Liberty. to the captives. If you've been bound, if you've been in bondage to some drug or some alcohol or some pill or some bad abusive situation, man, you can be set free. God wants to set you free. Liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. You know what the acceptable year of the Lord is today? Mm -hmm. This year. Yeah. And next year is going to be next year. Yeah. God is waiting on you. You ain't waiting on him. He is ready to give you his best. All you got to do is enter in and start receiving it. Amen. The anointing heals everything that hurts. Yeah, everywhere we Man, if you're hurting, 
let the anointing of the living God come into your life and, and with His Word and His Spirit. Uh, it says to comfort all who mourn, to give them beauty for ashes. It goes on to say the oil of joy for mourning, the yeah. garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Did you hear that? If it's been heavy, get that spirit off of you, man. Go to praising yeah, God. Praise Put him. on the garment of praise. Yeah, Start telling him, Lord, I love you, God. Mm -hmm. You're good. I, you. I got some problems, but it ain't your fault. Yeah. You didn't do anything bad. You're holy and you're good. I know that this stuff comes from the devil, and I yes. thank you for showing me how to change so that I can get out of this situation. That is the road to freedom from self-pity. Amen. You know, and that's where that, that prayer that David prayed, bless the Lord, oh my soul. He's telling himself, mind, will, and emotions, it's time to bless the Lord. And we practice that too. We do. In Genesis 37, we see the story of how Joseph's brothers had sold him, his blood brothers had sold him into slavery. And in Threw the midst in of pit. that, I mean, if anyone could choose to be a victim, it was Joseph. I mean, he had been betrayed on over the highest and level. Over and over by his own family. And then when, uh, but let me read this to you. Here's okay. how Joseph handled it because you don't hear about him whining. You don't hear about no, him complaining about what people did to him or what they said or, or how they betrayed him. You don't see that in the word. Here's what you see. Genesis 39, two through four, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. You know, that's all you need to be successful. The Lord is with you. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. This is after he'd been sold into slavery. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight mm. and served him. Now that word served means yeah. he yielded to his authority. He submitted to his leadership and he served him with a humble heart. He served his leader, even though he had been sold into slavery and was unjustly there. And then his master made him overseer of his house and all that he had, he put under his authority. God promoted him. The Lord was with him and he was successful no matter what people had done to him when he kept his attitude right and he chose to be a victor the Lord kept promoting him ultimately he got unjustly thrown into prison and then out of that again the Lord delivered him mm. and he came became second in charge under the Pharaoh of Egypt over all of the land yeah. God kept promoting him now he kept getting betrayed in this process instead of choosing to be a victim he chose to be a victor and then he ended up running the nation. I mean, if anyone, yeah. this, this testimony, all you need to be successful in life, it doesn't matter what man has done to you. Man will disappoint us. Man will leave you, man will forsake you, but God said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. If the Lord is with you, that's what you need in this life to be successful. That's Amen. good, baby. That is so good. Yeah. Now, in order to be free, I want to pray with you. Yes, Man, yes. if you uh, know somebody that needs this prayer, call them or text them. Tell them to look at the show. You go to myland.org, you can watch the show anytime. You can watch mm -hmm. it all week. You can watch it. It's on demand. Yes. You can just click on the one you want. You can watch all 50 of them or however many are on there now. Yeah. Eventually, there'll be hundreds, you know. But here's what God said. Uh, and by the way, if you need prayer about something, you go to myland.org. That's why we're there, man. That's the only reason we're there. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to raise money. This ain't our job. 
We're trying to meet your needs. That's what God told us to do. Help you to understand the word so that your life gets better. Mm-hmm. Luke 6, 27, 28 says, But I say to you to, who hear, love your enemies. Christy read this earlier. Do good to those that hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who right. spitefully use you. In other words, to receive God's forgiveness, you got to forgive. Yeah. You got to give mercy if you want mercy. Yeah. You got to let other people start over if yes. you want God to let you start over. Yeah, you want God to bless you, that's you got to bless one. those who curse you. Yeah, that's good. Forgive yourself. Right. No more regret. There's no use in sitting around, I wish I'd have done something different. You didn't. Yeah. I didn't either, man. I wish I hadn't made those mistakes, but it's over. Mm-hmm. It's in the past. Jesus said, past. confess them. Yeah. Ask him to forgive you. Mm-hmm. We can only love others as we love ourselves. And the last one is Matthew 19, 19. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Now, if you do that, let yeah. me pray with you. Thank and you. I believe God's going to help you. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. I lift up my brothers and sisters today. Mm-hmm. I ask you to pour your spirit out upon them and strengthen them in the inner man. I ask you, Lord, mm-hmm. to grant them the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation, yes. that they would know exactly what to do and how to do it, mm-hmm. when and with who, how to go about it. Yes. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the anointing that destroys the yoke of self-pity mm, yes. and removes the burden Amen. of the pit of destruction and despair. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for the, the spirit of heaviness being replaced right now with the garment of praise. Thank you. Lord, we Thank lift you. up your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you and honor you, Jesus. You're holy, Thank King you, of kings. Thank you. My master, my Lord, my God. Thank you. Thank you for loving me. Yes. And proving it every day. Thank you for blessing my friends, my brothers and sisters, those team mylon people who are doing all they know how to do to serve you today, God. Bless them in Jesus' name. And yes. Father, we forgive. We forgive, we forgive everybody you. like you commanded. That's right. No matter what they did, you forgave us, Lord, and we forgive them. We, forgive. we ask you to have mercy on them, help them start over, mm-hmm. help them to find the right way, your way. Yes. I praise you and thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Man, we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for letting us share the word with you. Stay in the word because it will keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom.